0: This is the Troll Patrol, Patrol live with Justin. Freaking! Welcome to the Troll Patrol live. It's a freaking. Hold on, let me find out. It's a freaking Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tones, you like had it down to the second when Smokey would pop up during the countdown. Do I have something about the Let's Go? We don't have a Let's Go Brandon story tonight. I thought I did. I thought I had a Tucker Carlson segment, but it was a it was a repost from like back in October. We're not going to be doing anything with Let's Go Brandon tonight. I almost almost flipped this show on on the YouTube because like I'm not doing any COVID stories tonight. We're not doing any. Any Trumpian election stories tonight, so the two topics that would allow me to skate by on YouTube without any incident, but I'm like, eh, I'm still going to wait until January when my strikes are completely wiped clean and I can go back to being on YouTube. That way I get a warning. At this point, if I was to get another strike, I would get two weeks without being able to post. But if I wait until January and all my strikes are wiped off, then I get a warning. I've been posting. I posted a lot of shit on YouTube today. But I just have to avoid those two topics if I'm on YouTube. Can't talk about vaccines and can't talk about election conspiracies. Trying to put a fucking spoon on my head to disprove the vaccine causes magnetism got a strike from YouTube Smokey seriously I'm ah. it's one it's one of those days where he wants to go outside but then come right back in because it's kind of chilly Smokey come over here he and I are getting ready to fight because he wants to go outside I'm like nah dude nah it's, it's Chilly out there. It's not about him. Like, I don't care if he goes outside. It's that he's going to want to come back in. And he's going to get upset that I'm going to have the headphones on. I'm not going to hear him. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'll free the cat. Hope you enjoyed seeing my pajama pants that have Looks like grizzly bears on them Like mountains and grizzly bears (laughs) Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live Have we done that part yet? Oh, I think we have, haven't we? Here's some breaking news as of 16 hours ago The UAE is moving its weekend to Saturday and Sunday starting January the 1st. I've been waiting all day to read this story because when the fuck was their weekend? The government says the change is to come into effect from January the 1st. The UAE will adopt a four and a half day working week for state employees. Even the UAE is better than the United States on work week. The United Arab Emirates will move its weekend to Saturday and Sunday for state employees breaking ranks with the rest of the Gulf as it accelerates a push to draw in international investment and business. Like other Gulf nations, including Saudi Arabia, it's currently, it currently has a Sunday to Thursday working week. The changes, which the government said will allow the UAE to align more closely with global markets, will come into effect on January the 1st and apply to the public sector and to schools. It will be a a four-and-a-half-day working week, with Friday, a holy day in Islam, being a half-day, the federal government said in a statement. Friday, Saturday weekend sounds, sounds reasonable to me. I just thought it was interesting. It's not really consequential or anything. What What are the consequential stories we're going to be talking about tonight? Of course, we're going to delve into the Putin-Biden video conference they had this afternoon. A suspect has been arrested for the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi, who was murdered, what, three years ago? Was it four years ago now? Has it been that long? By President Bonesaw. That's where he earned his nickname, President Bonesaw. Apparently, former Chief of Staff to Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, will not be flipping after all. Sparkles will indeed know how long it's been, because that's how long it's been since he's had a crush on... President Bonesaw. Australia joining the diplomatic boycott, apparently. I had not read that. Lindsey Graham is against the idea of closing Guantanamo Bay because of course he is. Kyle Rittenhouse was on a podcast. He said a whole bunch of shit. Made a bunch of news. Shit about LeBron. But I really want to focus on him talking about... How he shouldn't be congratulated. I like... We we can't lock the kid out of redemption. But also, he is allowing himself to be used... By right-wing outlets. Also, he is... Young and naive, so he may not be aware that he is being used by right-wing outlets. He caught on to Lynn Wood, apparently. I wouldn't doubt that it was scripted. Apparently, he does have a PR firm. Much like the, um... The Covington kid. We'll see. We'll see. Like, he's saying some of the right things. We'll we'll see what happens. We're going to get an update on the school shooter in Michigan. Apparently, he got a public defender while the parents are hiring a law firm for themselves way to just throw your kid under the bus you know who you know who needs the high dollar representation your kid not you I mean you guys do too but under all the wheels plus there was video circulating of uh, we're gonna see an evacuation of the school after the the incident uh, there was a video circulating about a, a, a girl that was laughing. And it brought up a good conversation about trauma responses. We're going to get into that. The Starbucks CEO is telling employees, don't worry about a union. Don't worry about a union. We could see the first unionized Starbucks in the country by this weekend. Elon Musk had a lot of shit to say today. We're gonna hear a couple of different things. Plus, we're gonna hear from Grimes. He dropped a new song this past Friday. I listened to it. It was on my release radar. It wasn't one of my favorite Grimes songs. But I don't like I wasn't listening to the lyrics or anything. Apparently there was a there was a meme going around like, yeah, she uh, she wrote this about Elon Oh, there was a there was an Amazon Web Services outage today. I wasn't. A, I hopped on to see if Twitch was affected, and all all my all my favorite Twitchsters were still twitching. So I didn't I didn't feel the effects of the Amazon Web Services outage earlier today, but apparently a bunch of people did, and it uh, fucked up the internet today. Oh oh. I'm hoping we're going to be able to find, like, uh, because the story that I have linked back to uh, the CEO who laid off a bunch of employees, 900 employees, over a video conference. We did have the video of him actually doing it. I wanted to watch that. Looks like on the story that I've got... The video has been made private. Apparently it was like his or the company's videos. There's been retaliation. There's actually been an update to that story. I saw it like as I was waiting to go on. I think I bookmarked it. We will check in on that. What do you want me to show you? I can't. Banned on Twitch. God damn. You live in sexual anarchy? Starting off tonight, it is the. Fuck! I should have looked it up. Wow, wow. How many fucking years has it been since Pearl Harbor? I don't know. Everybody was talking about it today. It's the anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. 80. Is it like 81?
1: 82?
0: Sparkles will know about Pearl Harbor? Sparkles only knows one thing about Pearl Harbor, and it's the one thing I want to impart to you guys here tonight.
2: And all I'm trying to say is Pearl Harbor sucked, and I
0: miss you. Just so you guys know, Pearl Harbor sucked. That's all anyone needs to know. Was it 1941? Okay. My bad. Don't remember dates? Who remembers dates in this shit? I don't remember shit like that. I'm amazed I, I, was, I'm amazed I was that close when I said 80. ha. <laughs> Good. Fuck you, Bob Dole. That's one more. That's one more grave for me to piss on. All right. The big story today is that U.S. President Joe Biden and U.S. or US, U.S. President Vladimir Putin, Russian President Vladimir Putin. met via video i'm not high enough for this shit met via video conferences a bbc news report
3: on it video call as tensions increase over russian aggression towards ukraine
0: you're not fooling me that's not that's not a british accent that's an australian
3: accent
0: hand me a fosters you you posing piece of shit
3: we're told the call started just under an hour ago this is footage from the Kremlin of... Back- Apparently they had some audio issues at the beginning, but, I mean, it's a Zoom call, so what do you expect? Joe Biden is expected to again warn of further tough sanctions against Moscow. If- I did not see the Ukraine Twitter. The Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov has called for cool heads, insisting Moscow isn't planning an invasion, while stressing it has its own red lines. Russia wants guarantees that you... Ukraine- OK, the Australian... Okay, the Australian in the chat says it sounds
0: British, so okay, I'll believe you that it's British. You would know, uh, you would know better than I, so I'll go with it.
3: That Russia has assembled more than 90,000 troops near its borders and in annexed Crimea. The US and other countries fear a repeat of Russia's actions in 2014 when it seized Crimea from Ukraine. It kind of seems like that's what they're going to do. ...areas of eastern Ukraine, highlighted here in pink and light red. This was Vladimir Putin arriving in Crimea back then after its annexation by Moscow. In response, the West placed economic sanctions on Russia, and it was booted out of the G... All right, the British person in the chat so, says Russia it's Russia British, so US okay. Representative ...for Ukraine negotiations from 2017 to 19, and formerly U.S. ambassador to NATO, and I'm pleased to say... Joins us now.
0: Yeah, fuck off, dude. I just wanted the update on what was going on with Putin and Biden, but apparently we didn't really get into details there, so let's hear from uh Secretary Blinken about what happened during the call.
4: Is the world safer today after that? conversation between the two leaders or less... Oh, I'm
0: sorry. This is National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. So, all I will say is that um, the ultimate metric... Sit
5: to the penal colony. (laughs) Is... facts on the ground and actions taken, in this case, by Russia. Let's see. We are prepared to deal with any contingency, as I said at the outset. And I'm not going to make predictions or characterizations. I'm only going to say that that President Biden will continue to do all of the necessary prudent planning for a variety of different pathways that could is unfold any, in the Middle East. There is said, it was it was
3: an impression, a a, yes, impression in the Middle East that this administration is going to redo the Obama deal, lifting sanctions, unfreeze millions of dollars to this uh, regime, That is going to be spread to the proxies like Hezbollah. Hezbollah became stronger and stronger from the money that Obama gave to this particular uh, militia. So it so, lo- sounds like
0: that was a question about Iran there to... to- in the little press conference, didn't really go into detail much about what went on with Putin. Um, Sorry, we didn't get much details out of that. Putin bad. Biden capitulated, if you listen to right-wing media, to Putin. Ben Shapiro, the Daily Wire, already had headlines about how Biden bowed to Putin. Yeah, I searched for him not long ago. I, I knew it. To capitulate to Putin? I'm not sure what they want. They whatever makes Democrats look bad is what Republicans want. This warlord sent us this uh official Ukraine Twitter post. Yeah, 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 that's about right. But it's it's like they have no actual principles. It's just whatever makes Democrats look bad at the time. So if the Democrats are against Russia, then the Republicans are for Russia. But if Biden is is talking strong to Russia, then, you know, fucking he's bowing down to them. No, I don't agree with Elon. Okay, so here is the headline I was talking about. Cruz rips Biden for growing crisis in Ukraine, a direct consequence of Biden's surrender to Putin. What surrender exactly to Putin? What did he surrender to him? I guess we're going to talk about the pipeline between Russia and the EU. Alright, a suspect has been arrested in the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. They were arrested in Paris, Khaled Ad al Alatabi, Khaled Alatabi. I think I'm close. I think I'm close. Was arrested at the Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris on Tuesday. A police source told the BBC. He is believed to be one of the 26 Saudis wanted by Turkey over the killing of Jamal Khashoggi. A Saudi official later said the arrest was a case of mistaken identity and that those involved in the murder had been convicted in Saudi Arabia, which sounds like bullshit to me. Mr. Alatobi, al Alatabi. al that's... That's probably it. Mr. Al-Atabi, a 33-year-old former Saudi royal guard, was traveling under his own name and was placed in judicial detention. RTL Radio said Khashoggi, a prominent critic of the government of Riyadh, was murdered at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in October of 2018. So, just over three years ago. 25 more wanted in connection. Mark Meadows, attorney, now says he will not cooperate with the January 6th committee an abrupt reversal, an attorney for former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said his client will not cooperate with a House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection, citing a breakdown in negotiations with the panel. Attorney George Terwilliger, no relation to Bob Terwilliger, aka sideshow Bob, then in a letter Tuesday that a deposition would be untenable because the January 6th panel has no intention of respecting boundaries. Concerning questions that former President Donald Trump has claimed are off limits because of executive privilege. Well, that's not how it works. There is no executive privilege. Trump cannot assert executive privilege. And if he's not going to... Willingly talk about it, then he needs to come in and assert the Fifth Amendment. Williger also said that he learned over the weekend that the committee had issued a subpoena to a third-party communications provider that that he said would include intensely personal information. Well, fucking good. Good. Let's get into it then. Williger said in a statement last week that he was continuing to work with the committee and its staff on a potential accommodation that would not require Meadows to waive the executive privilege claimed by Trump or forfeit the longstanding position that senior White House aides cannot be compelled to testify. When's that been a long-standing position? Why would White House aides not be compelled to testify? What the fuck? What bullshit is that? Apparently, a watchdog group that oversees the Capitol Police says that the agency hasn't improved enough since January 6th. Michael Bolton, the inspector, not not time, love, and tenderness, Michael Bolton, Sparkles was here the other night. Time, Love, and Tenderness came on. He was not a fan, apparently, of Michael Bolton. Yes, Michael Bolton is on my playlist. That I loved you, but I lied. That's a fucking banger. (laughs) Don't get me started. Don't get me started a completely different Michael Bolton. This Michael Bolton is the Inspector General of the United States Capitol Police and he told Congress on Tuesday that the agency has not done enough to improve its activities in the wake of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Bolton made the comments and testimony before a Senate Rules Committee hearing about Capitol Police's efforts to revamp their procedures. He said that out of 200 security enhancements, the department provided to the Inspector General only 61 only 61 of those items have supporting documentations to support that those enhancements have occurred. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I reading the news instead of paying attention to the the Twitch shit? One of these days, I'll get the graphics that come up on screen. I don't have a cat handy, it doesn't look like. I'm going to have to go dig up a cat. I present for your approval, Maynard James Kitten. He is not happy. Say hey, Maynard. Say hey to him, buddy. Hey. hey. He is very unhappy right now. That cat does not like to be touched. Getting upset that I'm trying to pet him right now. <laughs> Come on buddy. He's taking up with me more and more. I've had him a little over two years now. About two thirds of the time that Khashoggi has been dead. He has uh he started taking up with me. He lays with me now. He he didn't he didn't like me for the longest time. He's my little buddy. He's sitting right here too. He's just hanging out. Mr. Maynard. He take he takes a shower with me. That's the craziest thing. I've never had a cat do that before. Motherfucking cat showers with me. Meet your Maynard. He sleeps at my feet every night. Maynard meow. He just he, like he just doesn't like being touched, and like I'm an affectionate guy, I want to rub his belly. His belly's so soft. It's it's so soft because like I'll, I'll big him up and let people pet his belly, and he really doesn't like that. But like you're fat and you've got a floof, so. And it hangs down, it swings when he when he when he runs around. He's the youngest one, too. He's only like uh what are you? You're about four or five now. Ran people off talking about the cats instead of the news. Completely derailed me here. No, no. i always take it. I will always take the opportunity to talk about cats. Had a friend tell me that uh she had some bad date she went out with this girl and talked about her cat for two hours and i'm like oh my god that's me when i come back from like dates people are like oh my god he talked about his cat for two hours <laughs> cats i was probably wearing a shirt when i went out on the date that had cats on it because most of my clothing has cats on it I really am weird. I am a weird middle-aged man. I wonder what my neighbors think of me. While the Capitol Police have not improved enough, we're still not doing enough to close down Guantanamo Bay. Because assholes, that's not the right fucking video. That is not the right video at all. Is what I get for sending that video to people while I was doing prep for the show this is not Senator Lindsey Graham bitching about closing Guantanamo Bay honestly it's probably a lot fucking better than Senator Lindsey Graham bitching about not closing Guantanamo Bay like you quiet people you trip me out because like i don't i don't i don't i need i need input apparently all she had was talking about her cats and she wasn't very interesting i told her i said hey sparkles has been trying to turn lesbian i'm gonna hook you up with her and she's pretty interesting like she'll punch you in your neck meat and fucking twirl guns over her head. <laughs> and and she was like, well, she might be a little wild for me. And I showed Sparkles a picture of her and Sparkles is like, no, 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 no. Tell her I just lay on couch and watch Office. You mirror my energy. It's bouncing off the walls i I freak people out it don't get it don't get quiet around me but if you don't give me some guidance I'm gonna end up talking about all kinds of crazy shit and telling sex stories and might explain the plot of video games to you. Yeah, I don't think Sparkles was wanting to get a rundown of Metal Gear Solid the other day. But she did. Hold on, I'm working on Lindsey Graham here. We'll we'll get the video going. Ole Graham.
2: Uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Let me... Whoa. It was loud. Set the stage as I see it. 20 years after 9-11, the Taliban are back in charge. Yes. Does everybody agree with that on the panel? Back Afghanistan, the Taliban.
0: Yes, it was the inevitable. It was what was going to happen, whether we left, you know, fucking five years ago, five years in the future. It's what, what would have happened fucking 20 years ago if we had just gotten in, got
2: out. So... What's your point, Lindsey Graham? Taliban now are in charge of Afghanistan. Everybody agrees. Five of the people in the Taliban government are former Gitmo detainees. The minist- uh, deputy minister of defense. Who freedom, The acting minister of borders and tribal affairs. The acting intelligence director. The acting minister of information and culture. And is it possible they were innocent when they were in Guantanamo Bay? the new governor of the southeastern province of Host, are all former Gitmore detainees, and we're talking about releasing people. 229 of the 729 people released from Gitmore. Are you saying that you
0: had political prisoners? Is that what you're saying, Lindsey Graham? about
2: releasing people. This is nuts. One thing I can say about the thirty-nine. 39- no,
0: no, 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 motherfucker. No, detaining people indefinitely without charging them is fucking nuts. And it's un-American, you piece of shit.
2: Has attacked the United States. And if I have my way, none of them ever will. Bringing them to justice. Un- that's nuts. About Nunes, that's nuts. But here's what I have been fighting for 20 years now almost.
0: Regulatory committees will be wait, investigating the money that Trump is receiving so for his media companies.
2: ...personnel or government officials or contractors because that makes the war harder to win. That's why, along with Senator McCain, myself and many of my colleagues, we fought hard to hold... Gotta drop that possible. name. But having said... because throw out John McCain. I Get you some, some credibility, don't you, Lindsey Graham? Try them or release them. We're at war, General Baker. We're not fighting a crime. Do you agree with that? This is not a criminal enterprise. This is a war, and we're applying the law of war. Is that correct? Sir, what I... uh, No, 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 no. What we've been doing is police
0: actions. Only Congress, only Congress has the power to declare war, and it has been what? Fucking, uh, uh, uh... Eighty fucking years as we declare fucking war.
4: You know, my my sphere of influence is overseeing the military defense
2: function. Yeah. Policy decisions are decisions by Well, let by, me just ask others. you this. But, as, as a military lawyer, does the United States have the ability to hold a member of the enemy forces as an enemy combatant under the laws of war? In certain circumstances, yes, sir. Uh, but, but that's not what we're talking about here today. Everybody at Gitmo went through a combat status review tribunal hearing. Is that correct? Yes, sir. But what we're talking about—what did about, that? No, but, no. no well, what let what him talk, shithead. By a process consistent with a Supreme Court determination. Yes, yes. Let's let's listen to the military lawyer about military law instead of your ass, Lindsey Graham that they are in fact part of the enemy force. There was a hearing held for all 39 combat status review tribunal, under the law of war, required by the Supreme Court, and everybody was found to be a part of the enemy force. Is that true or not, General Baker? But what we're talking about today, sir- That's, my question is simple. Are the people at Gitmo, have they gone through a process and been determined to be part of the enemy force? Not a process that is fair, no, sir. Well, that's your opinion. Yes, sir, it is. That, that's an opinion. You're the defense guy, and I admire the hell out of you. This is a hard job. He's the law guy, you American shithead. American people of great service by being willing to defend these folks. You're doing a fine job. But we're here as policymakers to make a decision on what we should do. I think it's absurd to criminalize a war. You can hold somebody until they die as an enemy combatant if it's unsafe to release them if the war is not over.
0: What war? Senator Graham, did did you declare war?
2: What war? The United States has not declared war. Does anybody doubt we have the ability today to kill somebody who's part of Al-Qaeda if they're up to no good? Can we kill them? I think so. I think you. Know, I think you can't just call somebody mm-hmm. Al Qaeda
0: and fucking drone bomb them. We see what that leads to. It leads to what killing women and children, medical can't workers, somebody, but you
2: can't them. bombing weddings. And once you captured them, you have to let them go if you don't have the evidence necessary to prosecute them at a criminal venue. No. Yes. 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 yes! That's literally the principle
0: of the United States, you piece of shit. That you can't hold somebody indefinitely if you don't prosecute them
2: and give them a fair trial. No war has ever been conducted that way for a reason. The reason we've never done war that way is because it's stupid. We're not fighting a crime, we're fighting a war. It's called
0: war crimes. The Geneva Convention. What are you talking about?
2: I want to hold them as long as it takes to keep us safe or we believe that they're no longer a threat. To the 39 at Gitmo, I believe all of them are a threat. If we can try them, great. If we can't, let's hold them. This idea of closing Gitmo, I embraced it with President Obama. Here's the problem. I couldn't get the administration to agree that if you moved them back to the United States... Uh, indefinite detention would still be available. I don't care where you house them. You can house them in Illinois. As long as you don't let them go, if the circumstances... Oh,
0: have- no, no, no. We we had the... What the fuck are you talking about? We had that exact fight during the Obama administration. Senator Graham, you motherfuckers didn't want to let
2: them move them onto the mainland. Jesus. that bridge. There's not one member of the Biden administration on this panel. And all of you are great Americans. Thank you for giving your opinions and your counsel to the committee.
0: You didn't even listen to him.
2: Not one member of the administration would come before this committee to talk about closing Gitmo. Well, shit, you didn't even let the dude talk.
0: Earlier today, the GOP apparently struck a deal with the Democrats, and we are going to be lifting the debt ceiling. Fucking, this is Mitch McConnell looking goddamn evil right now. This is just the way I paused it, though. I mean, it doesn't normally look that evil. Slightly less.
6: Well, good afternoon, everyone. (laughs) As you already know and I'm sure have been talking about the House is going to send over uh, today a bill that prevents uh, Medicare cuts that would otherwise go into effect and a procedure that Senator Schumer and I have been working on that will allow a, a truncated consideration of what could be a section 301 reconciliation proposal, one time only. This is
0: not a truncated speech he's gonna be given. This is like 15 minutes. We're not gonna make it through all this.
6: Allow the debt ceiling to be dealt with on a simple majority basis at a subsequent time. Um, I think this is in the best interest of the country by avoiding default. I think it is also in the best interest of Republicans who feel very strongly that the previous debt ceilings that we agreed to when President Trump was here carried us through August. And this current debt ceiling is indeed about the future and not about the past. Obviously, we don't agree with the way the majority has operated this year. We thought- This is painful. The rescue package should not have been Passed, creating the kind of like the
0: one good complaint. thing the Democrats have done. The Republicans are like, We well, think it should have not have been passed. The
6: reckless tax and spending spree is a huge step in the wrong direction for the country.
0: What taxes? What taxes have we have we
6: passed? A solution to the death ceiling isu- uh, issue. McConnell
0: being joined by Senators Barrasso and Scott. I can't tell who the other dude is over his shoulder. Ceiling
6: for this amount at this particular time and allows the democrats merry
0: band of misfits
6: on it which they're happy to do
4: one of the uh, most egregious provisions in the democrats i don't know who
0: this dude is
4: bill is lifting the cap entirely removing the cap um well i should say not removing it entirely but raising the cap. On state Joni Ernst taxes over her shoulder. Anybody know who this asshole is? ...principally millionaires and billionaires in big, high-tax states at the expense of... White good, good man! ...South Dakota, where we don't have an income tax. I'm
0: assuming that's South a joke.
4: <laughs> ...end up subsidizing taxpayers in high-tax states like New York... And if New it is,
0: it's a good one.
4: ...by the way, which are the three biggest beneficiaries of this uh, particular that's,
0: but that's exactly who he like this like milk toast white man generic white man in a video game that's who this guy is and
4: um even bernie sanders on the democrats says there is a limit to the hypocrisy among democrats in actually advocating in their reckless tax and spending spree bill for a provision that literally provides a huge tax cut for millionaires and billionaires, and and very little benefit, if any, to middle-income taxpayers. In fact, um, 70% of the benefit of raising, lifting the um, the deduction, the cap on the deduction for state and local taxes, would go to five percent of the taxpayers in this country, the top five percent. You're talking
0: about the and salt tax. Third, Thirty-three
4: percent. He's not of the, wrong on that. The top one percent of taxpayers in this country. So you literally are talking about uh, a huge amount of money. In fact, it's the second biggest, most costly provision in the Democrats' bill. Um,
0: would be designed. Specific- well, he says costly. I don't know what I don't know what he's talking about. Everything had to be revenue neutral because of the reconciliation bill. It is just one of many... So now their line is, the, the Democrats are lying to you about how much it's going to cost, even though it literally has to be revenue neutral in order to go through reconciliation. Yeah, whether or
4: not they want to spend more and grow government and
0: expand. I still don't know who this dude is, just generic white fucking dude. Senator generic white dude. Allowing millionaires and billionaires to receive a huge
4: tax cut at the same time that middle-income taxpayers are going to receive little to no benefit.
7: So after the Democrats lost the races in November, including Virginia and across the country, they said they had to do something to help energy. Oh, yeah.
0: They weren't already trying to pass that goddamn bill. That hadn't been like their, their priority since supposedly they were going to pass it in August. That did not fucking happen. And what
7: they put in there is something that's going to turn out to be cash for Christmas for their largest donors. This is something that was not in the original bill, and Nancy Pelosi just put it in after the elections in November. So who benefits? Well, the people who own the penthouse apartments in New York City that overlook Central Park, who hold the big fundraisers for
0: the Democrats, the people who own the mansions in California. Once again, they're talking about the salt tax. They they think they have a winner out there. What well, the salt tax is it allows... Benefit? Well, by estimates, people to write off
7: $15,000
0: state and local taxes is what it's salt. These
7: are all millionaires. They are billionaires the, on
0: their federal tax return.
7: And you know, where are they from? We've mentioned California.
0: Chicago. It, it, it benefits people that live in high-tax areas like L.A., Chicago, New York City.
7: High taxes at the local level, and now they're going to be, thanks to the Democrats, able
0: to write them off on their federal taxes. And I don't like... Honestly, when we're talking about areas like L.A., Chicago, and New York City, I don't see why they can't write off their state taxes on their federal taxes. The total cost of this $275 billion... Since those areas literally support the rest of the goddamn country. ...a
7: good job of pointing out this is the second largest component of the entire, uh, I call it a backbreaking bill, the reckless tax and spending bill. The second largest component of it. And as the Washington Post points out, this is just for the very rich. There's more money in this for the very rich than there is to help try to alleviate poverty in this bill.
0: Well yeah because you guys won't vote for any
7: of that shit! that Pelosi and Schumer and President Biden-
0: Like fucking Republicans are always right when they criticize shit That's from the left but like they're the reason why we can't go any further left it's not like they're gonna sign on to anything. I think the thing that I'm hearing about most from home right now is I, I, I think man. we're done hearing from you assholes you gotta love how they strike a deal and then they just spend the entire press conference. Just goddamn attacking the people they just struck a deal with. But that was not the only press conference going on today. Marjorie Taylor Green, god damn it, I fucking cut the wrong one again. Maybe I was maybe I was slacking off when I was preparing for this uh, this here stream. Marjorie Taylor Greene Matt gates you know you know the cast offs for Misfit Island that were involved in this nonsense Matt Gates said that the Republicans are going to take power friend from Florida. The- yeah, Louis, Louis Gohmert was involved in this. First of all, before we get started, I want to ask the question, how the fuck is Matt Gates still in Congress?
5: Well, I'm sure glad Nancy Pelosi kicked Marjorie Taylor Green off her committees because it has given her the opportunity to prepare this report which constitutes the most rigorous oversight work republicans have
0: done now she apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene has taken an interest in one of my one of my issues I'm most fervent about which is criminal justice reform but it's only because she went and visited People arrested for crimes on January the sixth, and said they're being treated inhumanely. Now we're going to hear what she has to say about that here in just a second. Well, let's hear about Matt Gates and his vow about taking control of Congress. Seventeenth Congress. Lord help them. When
5: Dr. Gosar is able to join Congresswoman Green's efforts with even more of his time, how many and who's next? That's what we're wondering. It's been 47 days since... I
0: hope Goldberg doesn't ever come back, thank you.
5: ...and misled our committee regarding the targeting of parents as domestic terrorists for attending school board meetings and having their voice heard. Because who's next? Is it going to be the parents who find themselves in the conditions that we see from the January 6 detainees? It's the January 6 detainees who are denied basic access to medical care and constitutional rights today, but tomorrow it could be the school board parents. The day after that, the rest of us, all of you. It has been 174 days since my colleagues and I sent a letter to FBI Director Ray, asking basic questions about the FBI's involvement in January 6th. Americans should not be languishing in... Hideous, unconstitutional conditions, waiting for basic answers like this. Waiting for basic answers.
0: Regarding Jails all over the country are like that.
5: This must be a guidepost for ongoing Republican oversight effort in the Congress, because we are going to take power. That
0: is a lot of stupid in one, in one frame.
5: What do we do. It's not going to be the days of Paul Ryan and Trey Gowdy and no real oversight and no real subpoenas. It's going to be the days of Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And- My God,
0: what a threat. But first of all, He seems confident that he's actually going to be in Congress to see. I mean, let's face it. It's possible that the Republicans, maybe, maybe even likely, that the Republicans are going to take control of the House in the next election cycle. I don't want to write it off yet. It's still a long way to go. But even if they do that, do you really think one you're gonna get reelected? Two you're not gonna be sitting in a fucking jail cell yourself Matt Gates. But do tell us about the the people who are gonna be large and in charge should the GOP regain control of the house? because if I was the Democrats, I would turn this into an ad right here. These are the people you should be scared of. ...and no real subpoenas. It's going to be the days of Jim
5: Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Gosar and myself doing everything to get the answers to these questions. So Congresswoman Greene and Mr. Gohmert's work here have have been absolutely critical. Uh, Judge Gohmert's legal analysis as, as a jurist is woven throughout this work product and incredibly helpful. And we are going to get the answers to these questions, because this should not be happening in the United States of America. I would yield
0: to Dr. Wilson. I kind of agree with you, Dustin. All are suspect until demonstrated able to raise a child not cap- uh, capable of not going postal. I'm sorry, I fucked up your quote there. Hey, bro. Just a reminder, since we're talking about kids going postal, Kids! Shoot up drugs, not schools. <laughs> doctor Gozar, is he actually a doctor? Is that a thing? Oh, he's a dentist. DDS, Congressman Paul Gozar. DDS. <laughs> he ain't no Britt Baker, that's for fucking sure. Oh shit! Let's hear. Let's hear what they were really there for. Marjorie Taylor Greene's report on the conditions. ...that January 6th detainees are facing.
8: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us this afternoon as we release...
0: Here's your long shot of the stupid. On
8: ...about the D.C. jail and our findings there. And you- I bet the
0: D.C. jail is horrible.
8: That's the title that we gave this report because this is the treatment that we found of the pre-trial... January sixth defendants being held right here in Washington D.C. in the jail. Now I will tell you, uh, along with my colleagues here, which I'm I'm very grateful uh, to serve with them. We had been trying uh, many times to get into the jail to take a tour, and we're used to doing that as members of Congress.
0: Did you try opening the mill flap and yelling at the jail officials?
8: Welcome. But we were denied entrance by Deputy Warden Landerkin multiple times. As a matter of fact, she'd locked us out before. And uh, it was clear that there was a lot to hide. Right now, what we have happening in America is a two-tier justice system. Let's all take a little trip down memory lane, shall we? In the summer of 2020, there has been an estimated number somewhere around 7,000. Where's this going? Over 10,000 BLM demonstrations. According to the press, approximately 6% of them were violent. That's 570 riots, if you do the math there. But here's the deal. There was only one riot that took place here in Congress at the Capitol on January 6th. But what we have seen unfold has been unbelievable. It is a two-tier justice system. So, we know that approximately 90% and more of Antifa BLM.
0: So, is the Antifa BLM receiving the better treatment in the two-tiered justice system. Is that what she's saying? Right-wingers are
8: morons rioters have been.
0: By have- the way, every time I always have to ask, okay, so what exactly happened? What violence occurred during the riots? And they always end up saying, well, well, they burnt down cities. I'm like, what city was burnt down? And then we finally get down to them saying the Minneapolis Police Department. That's when I pull up the article and show them that the FBI arrested white supremacist groups for attacking the uh Minneapolis Police Department
8: and released from jail their charges have been dropped. We know that in cities across America there have been over 2 billion dollars in damage, but here at the Capitol on January 6th it's approximately 1.5 million dollars. There's a clear difference. But yet we have a January 6th committee that Nancy Pelosi is leading that is nothing but a political witch hunt. And by
0: the way, what when she's saying all this, there were mass arrests during 2020, during the protests. Not only were there mass arrests, many innocent people were swept up. I can show you video of the police hunting protesters, hunting innocent people. And shooting them, shooting them with the so-called non-lethal rounds just for shits and giggles.
8: On Republicans and Trump supporters all across America and anyone that was at the Capitol on January 6th. What's happening to these people being held in custody is wrong. It's unconstitutional. It's a violation of their rights. And it is an abuse that I call on every single member of Congress To start paying attention to we need investigations it's outrageous the american people are purely upset disgusted and cannot believe this is happening in our country and i think all of us should be appalled you see this jail in washington dc has been known it's had many reports of being a despicable place i bet i bet u.s district court judge william bryant ruled the conditions inside the jail violated the eighth amendment's ban on cruel Most
0: countries won't extradite to the United States because they say our jails don't meet minimum humanitarian standards. Representative Green, where have you fucking been? But it's not just about this one group of people. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are being kept in inhumane conditions. Just like everybody fucking else that's in jail in this fucking country. How dare you? I think the cat might want back in.
8: An unusual punishment. In 2015, a report filed showed the jail was plagued by mold, vermin, and water leaks. 2016, the jail had to move 200 inmates because of excessive heat. In November 2021, the Marshal Service found the CDF to be inhospitable. But yet people are still being housed there. But the January 6th defendants are being treated differently on a whole nother level. They have been beaten by the guards. They are called white supremacists. They are denied religious services, haircuts, shaving. The That's at-
0: probably what they told her.
8: There's more outrageous things happening there. They're denied time. They are
0: called white supremacists.
8: They are denied the ability to even see their families and have their families visit there. They're denied bail and being held there without bail. Many of these people have
0: yes, never... Yes, several of them were Some denied them bail. More. Yes.
8: Some of them are veterans, and the treatment is unbelievable.
0: One one got out on Bond. Was One of the conditions was that he was to have no access to the Internet... His parole officer came to check on him. He was in the garage watching the Mike Lindell symposium on his fucking phone. I shit you not. So he was taken back into custody and denied bail.
8: They are told they have to denounce President Trump. They are told that their views are the views of cult members even though these are men that every single night at 9 o'clock at night... This is
0: probably their lawyers telling them this. And sing
8: the national anthem voluntarily. Imagine. A that sounds coldish
0: people to people me.
8: ...with no idea of when they're going to go to court, no ability to bail out, no ability to see their family being mistreated and abused worse than we treat terrorists at Gitmo, yet they have their hand over their heart every night at 9 o'clock and sing the national anthem that's something. damn
0: you have no clue how they treat While people at Gitmo.
8: Persecuted by the very government that has the American flag over our buildings, this is completely wrong. Whether we agree, disagree, and I can tell you right now, I completely disagree and am very against the violence that happened on January 6th at the Capitol.
0: Bullshit! We we you helped facilitate we it.
8: All disagree with how these people are being treated. This is completely unacceptable. And as Americans, this should go beyond political boundaries. And we should all come together and declare that this is wrong and call for it to stop. We never want to have those in power to be able to weld their power against people they politically disagree with. Especially in a time... I
0: wish you would come and weld something for me.
8: And the people that committed those riots... Not only most of them have been let Magic off
0: the charges, Gathering
8: but many of them were never mistreated like this. I also want to explain something to you all. The Democrat platform Act of Blue raised money for BLM, a lot of money. And yes. BLM brought in millions and millions of dollars. But it it was BLM violence and riots that were out of So
0: she couldn't even she couldn't even come up here on a topic That I could agree with her on, and we could find common ground about. And she couldn't even come up here and give a press conference where she stayed on topic and didn't throw out just slanderous accusations. She's actually making a good point. Go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. You are an idiot, ma'am. You are an idiot. I wish you people. I wish you could feel embarrassment.
8: Control. Many of these, many of these were peaceful demonstrations, but the riots that got out of control, those were assaults and violence on private property and private citizens
0: that were prosecuted. Here we
8: see nothing day in and everything day in and day out in the news. It's all about the Capitol riot. Congress only cares about itself. It clearly demonstrates to the American people. It does not care about your business that got burned down. It doesn't care about the job you lost. Congress doesn't care about your city or community that was devastated by violence. They don't care about you taxpayers that have to pay to fix and mend. And and they don't care about... The person that assaulted you. All I
0: want to say is that they don't really care about, about us. Violence. They don't
8: care about any of that. They only care about themselves. I say- and they're I'm willing sorry. to use the Department of Justice, the FBI, the prisons, the jails, the guards, and any means possible to make sure that you never mess with them again. This is wrong. It's unusually cruel.
0: Now- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's called uh, uh, being punitive. And it is what the United States has been very, very good at throughout its history. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Also something the United States has been known for throughout its history. Dumb fuck. Rich people that don't know what they're talking about. I present to you Elon Musk. And this dumb fuck haircut he's got going on. Oh God, do I have the meme? Do I have the meme? Do I have the meme? Hold on, one sec, one sec, one sec. Yeah! (laughs) Those of you listening to the podcast, all three of you, there's three people now that listen like every fucking day. I love you guys, you podcast listeners. This is what... Roger! Was that his name, the character from Doug? Picture of Roger next to... I think that was his name. I'm right on that. Thanks to uh, Elon Musk. (laughs) What his new haircut looks like. I... Roger Klotz. Okay, so... Does his hair grow? Also, like I'm considering hair plugs, so I'm like wondering for a friend here. Does his hair grow? Does he have to have haircuts? Is that a? Also, like he getting me, he getting me a chunky boy. I mean, like, they probably got to cut the sides and everything, right? But, like, is the top of his hair grown? Or is that just, like, the length it always is, and they just style it differently for him? Some shit. Genuinely curious here. I'm not, like, making fun of him. I'm, like, I'll totally get some fucking plugs. I'll do it. Right, this is Elon Musk on his thoughts on the uh, Biden Build Back Better Act.
1: Um, then, you know, at some point, really what you're doing is capital allocation. So you're not, it's not money for personal expenditures. it's, it's it, What you're doing is, is capital allocation. And it does not make sense to take... Uh, the the job of capital allocation away from people who have demonstrated great skill in capital allocation and give it to uh you know an entity that has demonstrated very poor skill in in capital allocation which is the-
0: you wouldn't be in business right now if it wasn't for it was a, it was a 2012 2012- contract and then there was also a bailout in 2009 but also we just we did the story just a few nights ago that apparently SpaceX is like if they don't get this next rocket correct and they're able to fly it like once every two weeks I think it was like they're bankrupt they're gone so, tell us more about capital allocation, sir.
1: A very poor skill in, in capital allocation, which is the government. Uh, I mean, you can think of the government essentially uh, as a corporation in the limit. Uh, it, it is it is a the government is simply the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence, and with and where you have no recourse.
0: Can so, how much money do you want to give part that
1: entity? <laughs> um,
0: I agree that the government is horrible at capital allocation because they keep giving your stupid ass money. Holy fuck. Here's another one for you. Terry Seinfeld. Who thinks you're smart? See, it's longer... It's longer... In the in the clip we just watched it is in that picture right there. So clearly his hair grows, do plugs grow? I need to know this. I'll get some plugs. I ain't I ain't ashamed of it. Like I'll make fun of myself having plugs all the time. This is this is the only stupid thing Musk said today. If he said this today, it it released today. Elon Musk said declining birth rate is one of the biggest threats to civilization. I can't emphasize this enough. There are not enough people, Musk said during the Wall Street Journal's CEO Council Summit on Monday. Okay, it was on Monday when he said this shit. One of the biggest risks to civilization is the low birth rate and the rapidly declining birth rate. This is something he tweeted out back in July. Population collapse is potentially the greatest risk to the future of civilization. Holy shit. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have the ability to feed like 10 billion people, so we do have room for more people. Not like the arguments of overpopulation or overbloom. We barely live on any of the surface of the earth. But also, we got people starving all over the place. We're not very good at resource allocation, Elon. So if you want more people... You're going to have to get some of that capital allocation going on. Get it into the hands of millennials. Maybe they'll start having some kids. Because you can't have a fucking kid in this economy right now. Elon. But I guess he thinks he did his part to up the birth rates. Because he's got several kids. His latest one. I don't even know how to say that fucking name. We had a kid with someone that I used to love back before she got stupid, or maybe she's always been stupid, but she used to be just like a little homely kid in her basement making beats, sitting on the fucking floor, and now she does weird shit because she was dating the the richest man on the fucking planet. Grimes made a PSA to save California's last nuclear plant. Grimes let us know she appreciates nuclear power in a video with TikTok nuke influencer Isodope. Okay, okay, okay. Isodope is a good name for somebody advocating for nuclear power. Yes, Dope is a good name for a nuke influencer. <laughs> oh God, but like if you're if you're not a nuclear physicist, do I really want to know what you have to say about nuclear power? Is it any more valid than what I have to say about nuclear power? I guess this is a picture of Grimes with isodope. Pop star who recently publicly separated from Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, dropped a fitting breakup song. Yeah, this, uh, it played on my release radar. Oh. This is the video. Player of Games is the name of the song. I didn't care much for it myself, but apparently the lyrics are pretty cringe. Appeared on the Twitter account of nuclear power influencer Isabel Bomecki on Monday to talk about the closure of the Diablo Canyon nuclear uh, power plant in California.
9: Hey everybody, it's Grimes, and I'm here to talk about Diablo Canyon and nuclear power in California. Diablo Canyon is California's last nuclear power plant and makes enough electricity for 3 million people. California is in an energy and climate crisis.
0: 3 million doesn't seem like a lot. 3 million provides power to 3 million people, that's all? It doesn't seem like a lot, Grimes. And let's say that reactor has a meltdown. Worst case scenario, how many people is it going to kill? This is Grimes, pop star, formerly married to Elon Musk, or separated from Elon Musk, whatever the fuck, they're Elon Musk is baby... Mama was with this woman who is apparently a nuclear power influencer on TikTok, And they're telling us about how this Diablo Canyon, which provides power to 3 million people, which doesn't seem like a lot to me. I don't know the specs, but it seems like it would kill more people than it's even providing power to, which... I believe the risks far outweigh the benefits, but I am, I'm, I'm one of those people. Like I'm, I, I kind of lean against nuclear power, but I'm still neutral. I'm open to the idea of it. If it can be done safely, what have you, I just gave the rundown. This is Grimes. This is nuclear power influencer. Nuclear is like trees, good in theory and not practical or actually like trees. Trees aren't practical. I'm, I'm confused now. I don't think they're actually tattoos. I think she's just been drawing on her face. Knowing Grimes, I'm assuming these two young ladies have been acting like teenage girls and they've been drawing on each other's faces. Having, having listened to a lot of Grimes' music.
9: Hey everybody, it's Grimes and I'm here to talk about Diablo Canyon and nuclear power in California. Diablo Canyon is California's last nuclear power plant and makes enough electricity for 3 million people. California is in an energy and climate crisis. And closing Diablo Canyon will make us reliant on fossil fuels. This will push the state backwards instead of forwards in its goal to be 100% reliant on clean energy. If we push the closure back by a decade, it will help the state decarbonize faster and make the transition to clean energy faster and cheaper. This is crisis mode and we should be using all the tools that we have, especially the ones sitting right here in front of us.
0: Yeah, that is one of the things, Dip. (laughs) Uh, um, While, like, I'm sure all of those incidents resulted in, like, cancers and shit directly. And, like, like, fucking, like, people around Chernobyl didn't have a very long lifespan. But, like, the HBO documentary made it seem like hundreds died that night. But it was only, like, four directly. But, yeah, there's a lot of, there was a lot of cancers and shit. For, like, the surrounding area for a hell of a lot of people. I don't, like, I don't even know if we'd be able to know, like, cancer rates around Fukushima yet. It's been, what, about 10 years? So I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about the issue. I don't, I don't, I don't know that we have enough data to know. I think nuclear power can probably be done safely... Smart people I know think it can, it can definitely be part of a strategy forward, but there's also like nuclear waste is an issue. We don't really have a way of disposing it. Like they just kind of fucking stick that shit down in like mine shafts and shit. And that's not good. And I don't I don't trust humans and especially corporations to make decisions based on long term benefits of society as opposed to their short term gains. But like there's a lot of issues with nuclear. I just wanted to make fun of Grimes. And state that I miss the old grime. She used to be really fucking good. Seeing her like this makes me so heavy that I fell through the earth. A major outage hits Amazon Web Services. Many sites were affected. Amazon Web Services suffered a major outage on Tuesday, the company said, disrupting access to many popular sites. The company provides cloud computing services to many governments universities and companies, including the Associated Press. We're reading from an Associated Press story. It was on in a post, an hour after the outage began that it had identified the root cause was actively working towards recovery. The issue primarily affected its servers in the Eastern U.S., it said, did not disclose any additional details about the cause. It was on later updated the dashboard to note that the company was starting to see some signs of recovery, We do not have an ETA for full recovery at this time. The outage also affected Amazon's ability to provide status updates, it said. Apparently they said he did not... uh, The the fucking... Director of Internet uh, Analysis said he did not believe that the outage was anything nefarious. He said a recent cluster of outages at providers that host major websites... Reflects how the networking industry has evolved. As I said I tried to hop on Twitch about that time that I saw stories of Amazon being down. Twitch was working. I didn't actually hear of anybody being affected, but I also don't use fucking Amazon. Unfortunately, no. It's like it's a freaking Tuesday, Dustin. It's not Friday yet. I know. Like, let me tell you. I had we we ordered from Steakout this past Friday, and I I had this chicken breast. I've got it. I've gotten it several times now. It's so fucking tasty. And I might have to talk Sparkles into ordering steak out again this Friday so I can get that goddamn chicken breast again because it's all I've thought about. Oh, my God. Like smothered in this like Parmesan Alfredo sauce, but it's like a tangy Alfredo sauce. It's covered in bacon. It's like a carbonara chicken. A carbonara or whatever the fuck it's just a chicken breast and the bacon is so fucking good I want that chicken breast they put it on a sandwich and like i like it on the bread too but like it's just a gigantic fucking breast and they just put the whole thing on the bread and like i'd rather like be able to cut it up as opposed to like having to like because nah, nah, nah. like it sticks all the way out from the sandwich sorry i'm getting hungry right now bring up friday and i think about food with sparkles that's friday food with sparkles that's a, that's our thing chicken titties they're not chicken titties apparently there's going to be a chicken titties shortage so if if you guys buy the bags of chicken tenders like you might want to stock up Cause they're yelling about shortages going on with the chicken titties. Now this is, this is an actual, like they're, they're charging me like 20 fucking bucks for this fucking chicken breast. A vegan pops up. It's like, good, good. There's going to be a chicken titty shortage. Starbucks has lost their appeal in the union vote process. The National Labor Relations Board decides to allow ballot tally in Buffalo, New York, to proceed on Thursday. As soon as Saturday could be the first unionized Starbucks in the country. Starbucks Corporation was dealt a setback Tuesday. I love, we're reading from uh, the Wall Street Journal, by the way. That's why they're they're framing it as as such a bad decision. Starbucks was dealt a setback, even though their their stock is clearly up, as they have the stock ticker right here in the article that we're reading. Was dealt a setback Tuesday after a federal labor authority ruled that the tallying of ballots can move ahead in a worker vote on unionizing three of the company's cafes. The ruling by the National Labor Relations Board came after Starbucks' chief executive Kevin Johnson warned that the formation of a union at the Buffalo, New York area cafes could disrupt the chain's relationship with its workers. A direct line uh, to workers has made Starbucks more responsive to employees' needs, Mr. Johnson said. The company already has pledged better wages and increased staffing as Buffalo baristas have raised concerns. It's just like if somebody is trying to convince you you don't need a condom... You definitely need one if somebody is trying to convince you that you don't need a union. You definitely need a union. And just having one company that is unionized in your area will raise wages for everyone else in the area. So good luck to the Starbucks workers. Having a union prevents things like this happening to you. The CEO feels terrible about laying off 900 employees over video chat, but he did it anyway. As I said, I believe we're not going to be able to access the video, but I'm sure it's still up somewhere. Uh, Vishal Garge, CEO of Mortgage Lender Startup Better.com, told 900 employees he was laying them off in a brutal and bizarre one-way video chat announcement on Thursday. See, this was the link. Ooh, video unavailable. I would say it is available somewhere because you put that shit on the internet. It don't go away.
1: Hi everyone. Um, Here we go. Thank you for joining. Um, I so
0: we are, we are actually watching a video they took of the video.
1: Come to you with not great news. Um, the market has changed, as you know, and uh, we have to move.
0: I thought the market was doing pretty fucking well right now. Everything seems to be up. Didn't they just break 30,000 on the, on the Dow
1: with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've this is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not do not want to do this. The last time I did it I cried. Oh I'm sure. Um, oh yeah, I'm I hope very to be cried. But we are laying off about fifteen percent of the company <laughs> for a number of reasons. <laughs> the market efficiency and performances and productivity. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group.
0: Fuck you,
1: dude. That is being laid off. Ooh, fuck you indeed. Your is terminated effective immediately. Are you fucking kidding me? What does this mean
0: for what's next? You're going to get an email from HR, at better.com to your personal email address. Fuck, regarding what a dick. And your benefits
1: all US employees we're providing 4 weeks of severance 1 month of full benefits and 2 months of cobra for which we will pay the premium so 3 months total benefits if we um, if you That's at
0: people. least something. I will give him that. Like they're paying pay a money money month of salary HR
3: before the end of the
0: And day. 3 you months, months of insurance. Fuck.
1: Thank you for each and every one of yours.
0: And that's at gone. least something. I was expecting wow. him just to, like it's still a fucking kick in the balls. It's still bullshit. But like And that, that that's how fucking shitty this country is. That's how low a bar it is. And I gotta be like At least a game, 'em three three months uh insurance and a month of severance, shit. I don't have I don't have a bong handy. Je, uh, Jesse was smoking with me before the show started. I actually was smoking. At the, was I smoking at the bong? I don't even remember. I've uh, I've been smoking on a pipe the whole show. Um, for two months of Cobra. Cobra's fucking expensive. But that's... That's... How low the fucking... Bar is. That I'm like... Oh wow, at least he gave him three months of insurance. But now everyone on that call... Are are not the only people without jobs... As of today. Better.com execs... Resign from company after the CEO's controversial mass layoffs over Zoom. You were about to lose your job. Three of Better.com's top executives have reportedly resigned from the company after the online mortgage lender was hit by a wave of backlash over a leaked Zoom call in which the CEO callously laid off some 900 employees. The company's head of marketing, Melanie Hahn, head of public relations, Tanya Hire Gillagilly, and vice president of communications Patrick Linnehan have all resigned. Whoa well, shit, I th- like I thought they were going to force the CEO out for being a dick. I thought the board was going to kick him. Gladly. Gladly. I'm t- you know I don't I, don't, I don't I have a hard time with names I'm sorry I have a hard time with words it's a. It's amazing I chose this profession I have such a, I get hung up on words I can't say I like Galagely Galagely Why isn't the CEO out, though? This this is fucking with me. The high-level departures are directly related to CEO Vishal Garja's handling of recent layoffs at the company and his reportedly divisive management style. Anyone who is leaving right now, these are folks that have tried to make it work and given their all to a company they believe in, but who ultimately get undermined by a CEO that doesn't take advice from anyone and believes he's always right. The source familiar uh, familiar with Garge told Insider. So this is this is Gilly here. Sorry, Tanya. Hair the head of public relations. Editor.com and the three former execs didn't immediately return the post request for comment. The development comes after Garge laid off some 900 employees on a Zoom call, then slammed hundreds of the ex-workers for allegedly stealing from our customers by not being productive. Wow, so he fired him. And then blame them. Victim blamed them. They were stealing from our customers because they weren't productive. Jesus Christ. Greg struck an unapologetic tone when announcing the mass firings to affected workers on the now viral call. A recording of which was later posted on TikTok, YouTube, and other social media accounts. Insider reported that Garge addressed the rest of the company's employees shortly after the layoffs were announced, saying, we should have done this three months ago. Wow, what a dick one. Fuck this dude. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, I... I hope you slip and fall on a World War II artillery and get it stuck up your asshole. CEO was later outed as the anonymous author of a scathing blog post that slammed Better.com employees on the professional network blind. You guys know that at least 250 of the people terminated were working on, uh, were working an average of two hours a day while clocking eight plus hours a day in the payroll system. They were stealing from you and stealing from our customers who pay the bills that pay our bills. Get educated, he said. Your gaslighting never ends. Gars confirmed to Fortune that he was indeed the author of the Searing Post. Gars reportedly has built a reputation for having high expectations and pushing employees over tiny infractions. Oh punishing employees over tiny infractions. Office managers were once reportedly criticized for failing to keep the mini fridge stocked with Fiji and very air water, according to Forbes. Why do we have Biscotti here like this? He once demanded from office managers. Another email obtained by Forbes Forbes last year. Gars wrote, you are too damn slow. You are a bunch of dumb dolphins. Oh my God, I thought you were just making a joke in the chat. You guys were quoting him. You are a bunch of dumb dolphins, and dumb dolphins get caught in nets and eaten by sharks. So stop it, stop it, stop it right now. You are embarrassing me! I wish you could feel embarrassment. Gorge. At the same time, the Daily Beast reported earlier this year that one of his deputies, Alana Noller, was given huge stock options that vested immediately. per month for two homes and other perks. Despite the favorable treatment, Noller was eventually placed on administrative leave for bullying. I. Everyone should be afraid of dolphins. Those motherfuckers are smart and they will fuck you up. Dolphins are mean. And horny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking horny dolphins. Apparently, they will gang rape you. That's a real fucking thing. I don't know. I, that might be an old wives tale. I don't know. Somebody's going to be like, nope, nope, Dolphins will gang wreck you. That's that's the thing. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Old wives love Dolphins. Okay, here, here we go with this one. Are you guys ready? I don't... I... Accused Michigan school shooter gets a court-appointed lawyer while his parents hire a legal team. What are, what are we... We have a little... here. Oh, no, it's just got music under it. Accused Michigan high school shooter Ethan Crumley was given a court-appointed lawyer while his parents hired their own pricey private legal team to battle the lesser charges against them. James and Jennifer Crumley, who were charged with involuntary manslaughter as accessories in their 15 year old son's first degree murder case, have hired a team that includes Shannon Smith, who represented disgraced U.S. gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser. Their son, on the other hand, is being represented by court appointed lawyer Paulette. Uh, Michelle Lofton, a little-known defense attorney from the Detroit suburb of Rochester. I'm sure she or uh, they will do a fantastic job. Uh, public defenders are incredibly overworked. And I feel sorry for them. I have seen them do the best with a very short amount of time that they are allotted for each of their cases. Our legal system is broken. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I would I would be happy to talk with you about all the ways our legal system is broken if you actually care about the issue. Ethan Crumley faces life in prison if convicted on four counts of first-degree murder, terrorism, and seven counts of assault with intent to commit murder in the November 30th shooting at Oxford High School that killed four. In their defense, though, I mean, like, if they hire a lawyer, they could see the light of day. If, even if they hire a lawyer for Ethan, he's probably not going to see the light of day again. I understand the rationale, but on the other hand, Don't parents like actually care for their children and usually put their children before themselves? Like I broke that down as like a rational person thinking about it without any biases. Parents usually like put their children first and above all. I'm just looking at it as an outsider looking at the judicial system. Manslaughter, you know, they might get out in 10, 15 years. I don't know. Is it four counts of manslaughter? Or is it just... It doesn't say how many counts it is. I... I I can't imagine what it's like to be a student in school right now... To have to feel... Like, it is literally any... It can happen in any fucking school in America. I do not envy parents that have... My my best friend has school-aged children right now. I do not envy him. Envy them. Having to worry about their children... In this environment. I don't... Stangles! Oh, well, you can have multiple best friends when I... Battle Opossum is my best friend from like high school, from like back in the day. He li- he still lives back home. Harolds is my BFF here, where I live when she's when she's not upset with me. Well, I mean. Last year was a record low in school shootings because a lot of schools were shut down. Yes, I'm a friend slut. I got friends everywhere. I got friends. I got friends. Well, their move to hire pricey lawyers may seem a cold-hearted move that leaves their son fending for himself, one prominent lawyer said they may have a reason In some way, the parents have got a harder case than the kid. Veteran defense lawyer Bill Swoer. Yeah, the kid is pretty much shut and cut and dry. Open and shut. That was what I was trying to say at the beginning, I guess. They're adults and he's a child and the father bought the gun. The mother made the social media postings and the public officials made public statements that are very uh, prejudicial judicial purchased the nine millimeter semi-automatic handgun their son allegedly used in the shootings and refused to take him out of school after a meeting with administrators over a disturbing drawing the teammate now the right is cheering on the prosecutor wanting them to charge school officials i don't know if i would go that far it is a little wild that they just send him back to class after the parents left after they had the meeting Once again, like to me this is chilling footage. What we're getting ready to watch. And like, let me let me hit the content warning, even though there's not anything graphic. This is chilling to me. Because this is the students at Oxford High School being let out by the cops after they had secured the area. Now you're going to see a young lady. That is laughing in the video. That's the big part of discussion. Your hands up, okay?
1: We're in the single file. Thank you, guys. It's an important moment to document.
0: An important moment to document. I mean, I'm sitting here in my little hick town watching your video. Absolutely like that, that's people were ridiculing her on the video and it plays into conspiracy theories and everything. But it's important to note that everybody handles trauma differently. And they absolutely laughing can be a nervous reaction.
7: Holy shit.
0: And to be to be in this this kind of situation The video helped refocus conversation on unexpected effects of trauma, even seemingly unusual reactions like laughing, as expected and normal. It would not seem to be a usual reaction based on the deadly events that day. However, mental health professionals often recognize smiles and laughter by people as normal trauma responses a disassociation defense mechanism to separate themselves from the trauma's scale and depth. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to to 20% of the kids to be laughing about it. Yeah. Or to, to brush it off and be callous towards the event. Like... Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of kid shooters. Brent House tells podcast host the killings were nothing to be congratulated about. Well, I mean, you guys, you've seen Sparkles tell me her ass hurts and you've seen me giggle about it. Hell, she's giggled about it and calls herself lumpy ass. Dustin, you're right. It'd probably be like the ones that are showing zero emotion that you would want to like focus on to try to get the most help. Having an emotional response is probably normal, whether it be laughter or to be crying. Kyle Rittenhouse this week told an interviewer who lauded him for killing two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin last summer that the killings were nothing to be congratulated about Brittenhouse was a guest on the right-wing podcast You Are Here on Monday night during the appearance co-host Sidney Watson told him that the killings were kind of impressive and that all the people that you shot at you killed probably two of the worst on the planet really those those two people were the worst on the planet, really even if everything the right wing said about them was true, I still don't think they are near the worst people on the planet. Congratulations, Watson told Rittenhouse. Now I I wanted to pull this up, but unfortunately, like you click on it, it's so like the I whole was two hour t- podcast. Peaceful vacation out into Wisconsin, and I stumbled across a very beautiful city called Kenosha that I mispronounced Kenosha, Kenasha yeah Kenasha <laughs> and um, you know while I was there we I saw some sites some sites became nothing and burned to ashes some, yeah it's like a it's a fucking two hour long interview some people did some yeah, things some people did some things that mm-hmm. they did what they had to do Yeah, uh, but then I ended up meeting this this is on Blaze Media that's the reason why I wanted to open it up he is actually, to see what it was from I tried to go find like just the clip on 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 Twitter and nobody had just the clip where he said this oh shit I'm sorry. To be fair, the right was focused on him telling LeBron to fuck off. Left was focused on other shit he said. I was more interested in this. I think that... Like, hey, you know, maybe in 10 years the kid will impress us. He's not going to be a little shithead. We can hope. But also, he is... Hanging out with some of the worst fucking people on the planet. Like going to the fucking... The Blaze. Rittenhouse said, It's nothing to be congratulated about. Like if I could go back, I wish I would never have had to take somebody's life. Rittenhouse went on to explain that he has regrets about going to Kenosha that evening. Well, hindsight being twenty twenty, probably not the best idea to go down there. Can't change that, but I defended myself and that's what happened. The jury reached the correct verdict. Rittenhouse said at the time, "Self-defense is not illegal." He doesn't. He doesn't need an entry-level job. He plays his cards right. He can be a right-wing personality the rest of his life. I hope he doesn't. I hope he actually redeems himself. That he feels remorse, and that he works to better America, but. Just given the type of people that he is uh, associated with at this moment, I don't have a lot of hope for it. Yeah, I feel like he's their flavor of the month right now, and he's going to burn out in a few months, and we aren't going to see him around. Hey, I, I... I hope he doesn't become an alcoholic, a drug user. I, like, seriously, like, I I hope... I hope the kid feels guilt and remorse and works on himself and gives himself to public service, like, actual public service, not, like, running for Congress as a Republican... Asshole. I it is it is very possible that he ends up with some sort of addiction issue after the right wing spits him out. And I don't I don't want that for him. It's very possible he becomes an alcoholic or a drug addict. And you, uh, maybe we should take solace in that fucking, uh, George Zimmerman that shot Trayvon been in and out of jail had all kinds of issues in his life. Dude's a troubled guy. Clearly people, people take solace in the fact that, you know, he hasn't had it fucking easy. But now the right wing was very much focused on the comments house made during this interview about LeBron James. He said he was even a Lakers fan and he really liked LeBron. But when LeBron made fun of him for crying on the stand, he said, Fuck you. And that's all it takes to get the right wing going, Ooh, he's awesome. Now, I don't know that that that's what this video is about. I think Don Jr. posted this yesterday. But he said LeBron James has hit an all-time low, and I want to know exactly what he's talking about. Watch Now, as I said, he posted it yesterday at 11 a.m. Watch this, like, be about the Rittenhouse from a couple weeks ago, and he's just reposting the video because the right wing is like that. But I want to know, I wanted. I saw this video, I want to know what Don Jr., wearing his fuck Joe Biden shirt, Things is an all-time low.
1: We're going to talk LeBron James and his attack by tweet of Kyle Rittenhouse breaking down on the stand the other day. It really is about that. is this- pretty much an all-time low, even for LeBron James, who really should be called King of Bad Takes James. Because I don't know that he's had a good one. Remember, he defended Jesse Smollett to the end. Uh, he went after the cop who shot... The young lady who was trying to stab and kill another young... He shot the one trying... Okay,
0: now, usually Don Jr.'s eyes are wide fucking open, but he's kind of squinty-eyed right now. Uh, did he just smoke a joint or some shit? Like Usually, he's, like, coke the fuck out. Did he dump... Did, did Guilfoyle dump him? They aren't doing coke together anymore.
1: Trying to do the stabbing. Save the other girl's life, and it's the cop. So, LeBron James is clearly no genius. He's sort of like the Joe Biden of the NBA. Just bad take after bad take, but because of the platform and the position and because of the side he's choosing.
0: He's doing the thing his dad does with his hands. But
1: I think it's time. I've been watching LeBron in these ridiculous takes over the last couple years, and I've really just come to my conclusion that I think he's trash. I think he's a piece of garbage. Mental midget, piece of garbage, phenomenal athlete. But it turns out, me thinking that he was garbage... Has he always been like this? Like,
0: he is like a carbon copy. Like, I'm not that familiar with Don Jr. But I think he had, like, the same exact mannerisms. The same way of talking. Or is he
1: doing this on purpose, imitating his dad? Does not do him enough service. I was wrong to have thought so highly of him. Okay, going after a 17 year old kid for emotionally breaking down while giving testimony that could put him in prison for the rest of his life is a new oh, oh, low. be people. LeBron's king of bad takes, James. It's ridiculous. Okay, now this is the same LeBron James. Okay, that cries when getting brushed in the NBA, right? King of the flops.
0: I wouldn't know. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't watch uh, well, the sporty ball. Right?
1: So, if I called out someone for crying, they'd say, how dare you? Someone's being emotional. How dare you do that? LeBron James, no problem. He can attack whoever he wants. He can punch down and bully a 17-year-old kid giving testimony for his life. Now, no one will question why is he so silent on the Chinese genocide of Uyghur Muslims. Only Annis Cantor has the guts to say something about it. LeBron, totally silent. Well, because there's a lot of money to be made. Maybe this
0: was this week.
1: Uyghur Muslims can be killed, castrated, imprisoned, tortured by the Chinese government. He's not going to say anything. He's not going to say anything, and no one will hold him to task. But he's happy to go after a 17-year-old kid. A 17-year-old kid who, in my and many, even on the left's eyes, was acting in self-defense. A 17-year-old kid who shot a serial child. What eyes,
0: sir? You're all squinty-eyed. I can't see your eyes
1: who, I guess, anally raped five boys between 9 and 11 is what I've read on Twitter, okay? He then goes after Kyle Rittenhouse, and Kyle Rittenhouse shoots him himself. To- I don't
0: think that's true. I haven't really looked into it because I haven't cared enough.
1: Okay. On trial for his life, not talk about those other things, just like the media left that out. They, the media left out that it was a white guy, that he's a multiple-time you know, sexual uh, offender, uh, a felon, uh, a pedophile child rapist. Right. We're not going to talk about that. Because that would go against the narrative. So again, while I've thought, and LeBron in my mind has become trash.
0: None of that shit matters.
1: I've thought so highly of him. Okay? He won't call out the things that matter. He won't call out or try to defend or use his incredibly large platform to try to call out China and maybe stop the ethnic cleansing of the Uyghur Muslims going on there. He won't be bothered. He can't be bothered. Man, there's money there. But I can go after and bully a seventeen-year-old kid, no problem. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's capitalism. That's what's going on. Guys. I'm
0: rooting Canter on. I like, I, I want him to fuck yeah, up the, the NBA.
1: To the death to do those because it works for their narrative. They won't talk about what actually happened, right? They won't hold him to task and ask him to talk about China and their offenses. No. Why way. would
0: he be, like? Why would he talk about China?
1: Trash, and I was wrong to have thought so highly of him, but maybe.
0: Just like it's maybe. okay if that's an issue you're you're passionate about.
1: All do this; they can't cancel us all together. Okay, they can't and they won't. But we need to hold these morons to task.
0: I wish they could cancel you. You won't shut the fuck up. Influence
1: the jury, right? He's got a popular. He won't use his tens of millions to defend tens of thousands of people being tortured in China. No way.
0: The Trump family's like the herpes of, of the U.S. You just keep fucking coming back on us. On
1: trial for his life, the biggest crybaby in the NBA is going to call out a kid for crying while testifying in what could put him away for life. You're
0: not like super dangerous, but like you, you get like itchy and and blotchy and shit, and you just like keep growing more and more if if you go untreated. It. Maybe it's because he's not
1: intellectually capable of arguing. I don't know how
0: herpes works, really. I'm sorry. If that, I was trying to make it a joke.
1: We can't allow it to happen call it out enough is enough
0: good lord <laughs> okay guys today we're going to talk that music that music that picture that the whole package wow I wish you could feel embarrassment, dude. I really do. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's an armpit. You. Good goddamn. Like, we only do eye pussies around here. What the hell? All right, are you ready to hear about how to be less fearful? Let Take 2. Take 2. Are you ready to hear how to be less fearful? From the people who are scared of fucking everything of cultural diversity, cultural Marxism, socialism The the leftists in universities these people are scared of fucking everything. But Dennis Prager is gonna tell us how to be less fearful, even though they're like scared of shit they just make up what is the difference
10: between a courageous person
0: and a non-critical race theory is there a critical race theory in the room there with you right now dennis prager and are you scared of it courageous person
10: it is not that the courageous person does not have fears it's that they don't act on them the arena of fear and courage I am a behaviorist like I am in every other area. Act what you believe you should do. So it started with my understanding of happiness. You should act happy even if you don't feel happy. If, if you have what? Uh, physiological, neurological issues that absolutely prevent you from acting happy, that's a separate issue. But for most people, you can act it even if you don't feel it. That's a very big deal. That is the biggest deal in life, to not allow feelings to determine your behavior. You behave the way you should. You don't behave the way you feel. That's the most important.
0: Well, that begs the question is, who is the arbiter of the way I should fucking feel, Dennis Prager? Who the fuck is telling me how I should feel?
10: Moral lesson there is. What are my shoulds, not what are my feels? Act on feelings, you will lead a miserable, narcissistic, and probably bad life. So, with regard to fear, I would argue the same thing. You won't get rid of your fears. Well, you will eventually to a certain extent, but you can't wait. Dennis,
0: are you married? I'm assuming that the marriage. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not married. I don't fucking know. But if you are are married to a woman, I assume that you love her. Maybe you're married to a man. I don't know. I'm not one to judge. I would assume you love that person. And the act of marriage would be acting on that emotion. Human beings do things on emotion. Like, we're literally conditioned To do things that get a dopamine response. It's how the human brain is wired. Dennis Prager, what the fuck are you talking about?
10: You won't get rid of your fears. Well, you will eventually, to a certain extent. But you can't wait until your fears leave you to act less fearful. You act less fearful, and then the fears will begin to leave you. That is the way it works. Get the hell out of your house.
0: He's on his third
10: wife! Understand it is. I have to weigh the,
0: the pathetic... And, and, and if we know something about right-wingers, especially right-wing radio talk show hosts... He probably cheated on his first wife with his second wife and on his second wife with his third wife. One of them probably was a cancer patient while he was doing it too because that's just what they fucking do.
10: And one one way to understand it is I have to weigh the, the pathetic life I'm living cooped up in my house for a year and a half uh, or not allowing my children to play with other children because i am fearful for them even though they the, the, they there's virtually zero chance of their getting very sick let alone dying from covid preventing your children from
0: well that's not true Dennis Prager, can you tell me how many children in this country have died of COVID and what the number, what the number is that you're willing to accept? What the number is you're willing to accept? Because clearly it's not the number that it is currently. Yeah, that's not even talking about all the long, uh, the long COVID issues. We don't even know how they're going to manifest themselves in children that get COVID. You piece of shit.
10: Playing with other children has a might have a permanent, def- a detrimental effect, or having them wear masks and not seeing faces for a year and a half now, or more than a year and a half. These are bad things, and they're all the results of fear. So you just you just decide one day, my children. But
0: like now, you're fear mongering, and you're you're making a really simplistic argument sir because like okay if making sure children play with other children is important make sure that they're playing with other children that are inside a bubble so that you're safe you can do that Dennis we, we weren't under strict authority of the crown to not associate with other families Dennis Dennis But you take the proper precautions given the situation at hand. It's, it's called taking information and making a rational decision... That's not based on emotion, which is you're making the emotive argument here, Dennis. You're saying that people that are making the rational decision to take precautions to make sure their children don't get sick from COVID are actually doing so out of fear. You're making the emotive argument. You're the one doing the thing that you say you're against, you piece of shit.
10: Must play with other children. I, I must get out of this house. Now, in the final analysis, you have to grapple. And
0: this was like question. all of them are like, oh, cooped up in the house, blah 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 blah. What the fuck stopped you from taking a walk? What the fuck stopped you from going out fucking anywhere? When we when we had lockdowns, so-called lockdowns. It was just a ban on public gatherings. The fuck are you... Like, we didn't even lock down. Over 50% of the economy was still going. I don't know what world these people live in.
10: What if I get sick? Okay, so you got sick. What if you die? It's, it's not a good thing to die, certainly prematurely. It's not a good thing to die probably at any age it just it's a lousy end to life but you you can't be absorbed with what if I die that I wish can't be
0: the animating question
10: of a good life as I said e-
0: that is easy for him to say when it was it was just a phone call away and his his um, massive wealth was able to get him the monoclonal antibodies that kept his ass alive. That's easy for him to say. It's a little different when it's a minimum wage worker out here that doesn't have health insurance, that doesn't know how this thing is going to affect them long term. You piece of shit. I
10: had this attitude my whole life. I adopted it, I think, as early as high school. I... I would like to live... I'm
0: being long, a dickhead? I believe it. it is more important
10: to live fully. It is more important to live fully than to live long. That's really something important to remember. I, I have not led my life guided by the question, what if I die? <laughs> if you do, you won't do anything.
0: Isn't he a fucking Christian? Isn't he a religious person? To live your life under religious tenets is to think about if you die. Right-wingers are morons. Wow, I didn't think I was going to get that, that worked up over that one. And seriously, what he's talking about living live is like you want to be able to go out and go to fucking stores and shit. That's what they wanted. They wanted the service industry. They wanted the service industry. Open for them. That's what they... The the service and hospitality. That's what... That's what Dennis Prager wanted. That was living life to him. But you know what, Dennis Prager? I got news for you. These workers that work in the service and hospitality industry, they don't think it's worth it to wait on your stupid ass. They don't think putting their lives on the line... Possibly getting COVID is worth it for the mere, mere fucking meager wage that they're given, Dennis Prager to wait on your bougie ass. And that's why we're seeing the Great Recession. Well, actually, right now we're seeing a mountain lion visit this little puppy, and I don't think the puppy's going to like it very much. Oh, the great resignation!
8: Big mountain lion on our patio.
0: It is a very big mountain lion. And it looks to be very well fed. He wants to eat my dog. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Dash. Oh, wow. Coming right up to the door, too. Dash. Dash, get back. That fucking puppy.
8: Dash. 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 Get away. Dash, come here.
0: Dash. puppy don't care. He's wagging his tail. He just made a fucking friend. Kitty doing that kitty thing where, like, kitty wants to kitty wants to to boop the doggy on the head I know I'm amazed it's not barking but look he's wagging his tail he's into it seriously he's made a friend I don't know why this is really scary gosh I don't know about scary but like it's uh it's interesting to me I you think it's ah. Could a mountain lion come through the glass? Gosh, did it just fucking dive through? I don't know if he can. I hope it doesn't. I hope I'm I'm not getting ready to like show you guys a video of a doggy being like a mountain lion's lunch. That would suck.
1: I think he sees his rifle.
0: Apologies if I did. He ain't even paying attention to the kitty. Oh, there he goes. I'm shaking. Oh. Probably just stomp and it'll startle the kitty and it would run off. Seriously, though, it looks well fucking fed.
6: Shut up. up. Now
0: it barks. He wants his buddy back. Damn, it just took off off up the mountain. (laughs) Seriously, I think the doggy was into it.
8: There is a big, big mountain lion on our patio.
0: Alright, if you're watching on Twitch, you are heading over to Polly People. Wants to eat my dog. I'm glad he did not eat your dog. Oh. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back, it's alright to have a little fun for you at the sack. I'm Justin Friggin, we will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol, live.